episode of the Habibis, three game developers drinking good Arab tea. My name is Rami Ismail, I'm your host for this episode. And I'm Osama Darius, your co-host. And I'm Fazim Ismail, your triple co-host. <laughs> One day we're going to get this right so that it's not a... I mean, we, we're kind of out of practice. Do we have to get it right? I'm I kind mean, of fine with I, it. I, I guess. Getting it wrong, getting it right at this point. Right. Yeah, I think getting it right will be disappointing. Yeah, I agree. I'm always I, very excited to see what happens when we start. <laughs> I was kind of biting my lip, going like, "It's been a while since we've done one of these." Is Rami gonna gonna slip? You know? Oh no, I did not. I did, <laughs> did not. not. I just did not. Nailed it. Turns out, if you do me? like 86 of them in a row, <laughs> you, you remember some parts. I wouldn't know I, how to do the outro anymore, though. I forgot. <laughs> I never knew how to do the outro. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long it has been it has been y'all. yeah it's been busy it's been really busy yeah. you know I life mean, takes over right like yeah. with, with you know like i think i had that once on the show as well when i had a game release and i just disappeared for two weeks right <laughs> yeah, uh, i remember that um <laughs> uh, it's, it's it's part of like you know the the, the process of everything leading towards a game launch and um, you know, spending time with the team and everybody and then late night reading reviews you kind of like it, it takes over for for weeks because I guess you you did launch a video game that's true yeah we have launched a video game my first game on the Switch actually I think we spoke about it on the show once before right Our, but back then you were not a Switch published developer indeed. yeah so you know. And you're not a game designer who worked on a Mario game. That's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy. Yeah, Mario Plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope came out October 20th. Mabrook. Allah barik fiik. Thank you so much. Indeed. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, it's being uh, received quite well, it seems, from the community, from the players, from the critics. I mean, the yeah. one thing I read that really stood out to me is when somebody said, it is everything you wanted from the original Mario and Rabbits, but better. Which... That sounds wow. good to me. I got everything I wanted from the original, so okay, bring it on. Wow. I'm yeah. going to be playing it soon, for sure. You guys haven't had the chance to play it yet, no. I imagine. So, fun fun note, I have it downloaded. I'm ready uh-huh. to go. I lost my left Joy-Con. What? No. It's just what? gone. I, I think <laughs> I dropped it on an airplane when I stashed it back into my bag, bag and it's just it's gone. Wait, you don't have spare Joy-Cons? I, I have spare Joy Cons, but they're all the wrong colors, and I can't, I can't I can't deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is my right one is white, and I really like the white one. Oh, I see. and I just I cannot I can't bring myself to put the wrong color on. Okay, so, I, I'm like at this point I have like every color almost. Of do you have the a spare Joy-Cons. white for me? No, I don't. I have like oh. I didn't know the white existed. I have all the other color colors, you know, not the non-colors. <laughs> right. Wow. Wow. Brutal. Yes. Brutal. Okay. Okay. I see how it is. I'll just go back and cry about missing my white joint. <laughs> I might have no, gotten really lucky because I've it, never, though. I've never had any other joy cons other than the originals that came with this. And you have no drift. No drift. Wow. Okay. I, I have drift, no drift on like baby. half my joy cons. <laughs> I have drift on half of them, and I have a whole bunch because uh, we play. Well, we used to play uh, Smash Brothers eight players, so I have Joy Cons and I have like few of the Pro pads, and I have a whole bunch of things I like to play with. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're in a basket somewhere. <laughs> you can pick one up and send it to Rami. Then <laughs> it's not white. He won't play with it. Uh, it has <laughs> to be problem. the white one. Doesn't yeah. doesn't work for me. Has no, to be no. the white one. I never had the drift. 
I think you know what? Like the other day, I faced a drift problem with my PS5 control, but yeah, I never had a drift issue drift this way. Yeah, my my I have four PS5 controllers, and none of them are lucky there. But half of my uh, Joy Cons have drift. You do. Look at the draw, I guess. All I all I know is I just really want I just really want my white Joy Con. There are they limited edition? Can't order. The, you can't buy them separately. Oh, no. They're only the... Yeah, they're the originals that come with the Nintendo Switch OLED edition. Um, And they're pretty. They're really pretty. But it just fell off of my... I think it just must have fallen off of my Switch. We have a sad rainbow. Yep. Yep. (laughs) But yeah, I found a bunch of eBay. I ordered them. They're on their way. So, inshallah soon. Um, I also kind of had a game last week, kind of, in a way. <laughs> you did? You know, I did. I mean, I'm not at Warner Brothers anymore, so it's not like I was sitting there waiting, you know, for the game to release as someone who was like, you, you know, bug fixes or something in it. But it's still a game that I contributed for almost five years change that came right. out, and that was really good for it. Yeah. And um, apparently yeah. the dev team put me in the game in a lot of different ways as like, uh a easter eggs so <laughs> oh no exploring. where are you what kinds yeah. of ways are they so, like the ones when you're like photoshopped into like different... <laughs> apparently they couldn't clear that but that was planned i was going to be in one of the gotham newspapers as a sleeping man oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so good yeah but that, that that one didn't work out but i i am at least one of them that was found so far is Tim Drake, like Robin. I am his history teacher in an email. He references me and quotes me, which is really cool. Professor Dorius. So I like that very much. (laughs) (laughs) And apparently there are a couple more people haven't found yet. So I'm going to get the story. Wow. So I'm super proud of the team for, for, uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was tough. It was a lot of hard work. It's the hardest game I've ever worked on. Wow. Yeah, it must be it must be um, you know like a, a very uh, particular moment that you know like both pride and happy for the team, but kind of yeah. sad that you're not there, but yeah. excited that you're doing something else. It's like a world of emotions. All the emotions, all at once. Absolutely, I would have loved to be there with them, but I'll allow that. But at the yeah. same time, like you said, I started something new. I'm a, a content designer, the lead content designer at Blizzard. Ooh which uh, a lot of people are confused about. They ask me, wait, what? Are you like Twitch streaming? <laughs> What's happening? <Yeah. laughs> so I'm actually petitioning to change my title uh, because uh, what they what they refer to as content there is not... I mean, there are no universal terms across our industry. We know that. Every studio is slightly different. So you mean this yeah. thing. But uh, at Blizzard, content incorporates missions and activity, you know, that kind of thing, uh, and quests. So I told them, like, I don't mind if you call me lead activity designer or lead con- or lead mission designer. Um, I prefer one of those. Or lead quest designer. I prefer one of those than designer. So we'll see. Maybe my title will change. But that's basically what I'm... It's like the bridge between game design and narrative. I work uh, to create fun experiences on the unannounced survival game role. Oh, very cool. You're on the unannounced one. The, the announced one that's an, announced as the unannounced one. Yes, that's oh, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> It's channeling the untitled Goose Game vibe, right? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Uh, it's because I got the code for uh, Diablo 4 beta today. So I was going to... I downloaded it. I'm going to check it out. So I was wondering if you're on that one. But no, no. you're on the... No, you're no. on the... On, uh, yeah, uh, unannounced. Yeah, I have a bunch of Blizzard games that are now currently installed that I want to play. Uh, 
which is going to be fun for you. Yeah. <laughs> me, me talking about them over the next couple of weeks. Uh, I got Overwatch 2 downloaded and Diablo 4 downloaded. I haven't had the time to play either just yet, but I am coming. So I played a ton of Overwatch 2 and I'm really sad to say, I'm very, very sad to say that I love it so much that I might not talk about any other games because that's wow. what I'm going to play. Like oh I was a huge Overwatch fan. I had before Overwatch 2 came out, I had over a thousand hours in the watch. Wow. Loved it, loved it, loved it. That's and a lot of hours. A lot of hours. It's one of my favorite games. Like and um yeah, like I was hesitant about the changes. Like reading them, I'm like, oh, I'm not sure how this is gonna play out. I absolutely love the change. We can talk about it later when it comes to my turn one. Uh, no, talk about it. No, why not? We're here. All right, I'll jump in. So the main change, the major change, uh, this is, of, of course, the release is just the multiplayer aspect of it. So there's going to be PE content that's going to, uh, I haven't played that, so I can't comment on it. But from the released game, the main change is that it changed from a six versus six game to a five versus five. Um, and the main mode of play removed one tank. So originally there were two support characters, two damage dealers, uh, and like DPS, and two tank characters now there's one tank character the that change basically the the biggest gripe that people had with overwatch in the past is that there were it was very difficult to break defense like the, there are a lot of characters that had uh big shields that they would be able to put up and you spent a lot of time breaking those shields before the action started now with one fewer tanks there are it's a lot more like combat it's a lot more action packed which i was a little hesitant about because i figured you know pacing is good having like highs and lows i see that as a good thing so i was a little hesitant before i tried it but it ended up being amazing it's all like you jump straight into the fun part of the game right away like and that didn't take away from it high adrenaline and the second change is that on top of that as if that wasn't enough the tanks became less defensive like they they removed shields from some of the ta- uh, tanks that had shield and they gave them like other defensive ability or utility instead so and that like both of those t- combined makes for a much more fast paced game they they added passives and they added other little things to do help like um healers right now they if move to the side a bit uh, and don't engage in combat they get passive heal uh, so they could stay, they're a little tankier as a result. They could stay a little bit more anonymous. They're not relying on the other uh, the other support, which is great. Um, and uh, the DPS, if they kill someone, they get a little bit of a speed boost. So they could actually chain the kills together and get going faster and faster, rewarding like good play. So that's a, a decent like positive feedback loop that, that they added to that specifically to, to allow people to roll over, which makes for a much more aggressive game, uh, much more action. And I, it's a change I didn't know I wanted. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I was like, it's fine. Just give me more characters. I would have been okay with this. And then I tried it. I'm like, no, no, you were right all along. This is a better <laughs> game. I'm super happy that I've been playing it. Uh, not, I mean, I have I've had a very busy, like, last weeks. So when I say I've been playing it nonstop, I haven't played it that much um, compared to no- how much I normally play. But I have been playing it exclusively. Oh, so uh, for, like... There's, it seems like a lot of like meta changes, a lot of big game mode uh, changes, uh, yeah. new characters added, new characters. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, there are three new characters. Uh, all three are really cool. Like One of them is probably my favorite DPS all of a sudden, uh, um, uh, Sojourn. She's really, really, really fast. She has this dash slide type thing that could propel her in the air. 
uh, and a whole bunch of different ways to damage. She's a lot of fun. Uh, Kiriko's amazing. She can like dash through walls and heal people. Cool. Um, I haven't had enough time with Junker Queen. She seems like the like, the bruisier, almost DPS tank. Um, I like her kit so far. She throws a knife that comes back, and she like hollers and makes everything things like that. So she much less defensive, much more aggressive. So like I. I've been switching to her when damage is called for, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't like I've played her probably the least of the three, but all three fit right in. And and like you know when you when you you get a new character and it feels like they absolutely belong in the game already, all three of them feel like they're great. Um, yeah, the the new game modes they removed the loot box system, which I actually liked, and they mm. replayed it replaced it with a battle pass, which I don't mind. Battle pass. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, nice. Yeah, it, it, of course, I'm sure there are legal reasons for that, like that and so many different... Yeah. But I, I don't mind uh, all of that. That doesn't matter. The gameplay is what I care about, and the game is better. It... That's super. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to play the game. I, you know, played a lot of Overwatch when it came out, but then, like, you know, a lot of other games came out, so I, like, you know, played it for, like, two months, maybe two, three months, and then jumped off and played other games, never really came back. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's part of my cyclical games that come back once in a while and then I drop them, like League of Legends, Hearthstone. Like I play them for two, three months at a time and then I don't play them for again. Mm-hmm. So it's part of that rotation. Like it's not that I've been playing it nonstop since it, but yeah. I always, it, it's a game I always go back to. I always liked about Overwatch is that you can just jump in, play a quick game, and you're done. You know, like yeah. it's a 15 minutes, something like that, tops. Yeah. You play, Very you satisfying. play play a match or two we get satisfied you leave also like if you don't feel like twitch shooting gameplay there's so many different archetypes of characters and ways to support that uh yeah you, you can you can play depending on your mood for the evening so to say cool yeah, absolutely and each one is so polished and so robust like they could be their own character of a full-fledged game just with their it's so there's it's a, such a good game. It's one of my favorite, and I absolutely love the art. It's one of my favorite art style. It's timeless. They haven't changed it from the first one much. Like the the, the no. graphics look very similar. Uh, to... The the only thing I will say, the only uh, I think regression that happened is that, and I don't know if it's just my imagination or not, but I feel the sound design took a hit. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, like I don't hear before the audio cues of someone on the other team triggering their alt was so loud and so clear. Now I feel like half the time I don't I don't hear it, and mm. I'm not sure why. If I'm not paying attention to it, or I'm like, what they altered? That's how I died, which never happened in the Overwatch. Old Overwatch, like the footsteps, the mixing, all of that. Like you, it felt like you were always aware to to a fault. Like I know friends who have hearing issues who are like, I, I feel like I'm ill-equipped to play this game. I play such a big part in giving information, uh, but like now it feels uneven. If that, yeah. that makes sense, only great. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I can't wait till I jump in and uh, give it a try. Can't wait uh, to hear what you think. Yeah, man. I think it's free to play now. I think you could just anyone can. Yeah, yeah. It. It's free. I just downloaded it on uh, Battle.net. Excellent. And uh, yeah, it's uh, waiting for me to start playing it. Now it's going to have to wait a little bit more because I have to play some Diablo. Yeah. But then I'll, I'll get back to it. Uh, the, actually, like, you know, just on the topic of Blizzard, before I move on, I, yeah. you, you, you're moving to Anaheim? No, no, I am remote from Montreal. Uh, like that was I, that was the deal. I wanted to stay here, so I'm not moving. And it's not Anaheim, but they're in Irvine, but close enough. Um, ah. 
but yeah, I'm going to stay in Montreal. I'm working really, um, I'm one of the first, if not the first, uh, lead uh, at Blizzard who gets a remote, like, you know, get remotely, but they've been opening it up. And I think this is a direction that they anyway. A lot of people are, that, a lot of companies that traditionally didn't offer remote roles are going to leave. That's it super bad. Makes sense. I mean, people can pick a lot more. There's, an, there's enough ask for talent right now. So it's good, so, good for everybody. Exactly. It's so, good for me because I like have kids in school. It would be really hard to really you know. And, <laughs> but at some point, we'll see your picture with the orc. Then, yeah, I, I, at some point, once I <laughs> fix my many passport issues, thank you, Canada Passport Agency, for making it so hard right now to renew a passport. At some point, I'll be able to go there. <laughs> oh, is it? Uh, is it here in Sweden? There was also a similar problem in which, like, people yeah. can wait for months until their passport gets renewed. Yeah, I made uh, the mistake. Just because there was so much demand, I guess. That's exactly the same situation here. And the wait times were at two months, and then they went to four months. And every time I'm like, okay, but it'll get better. Because they keep saying, but we're hiring more people. It'll get better. So I kept holding it off and holding it off. And here I am with a passport expiring extremely. And the wait times are even longer. So I'm like, crap. <laughs> I should have bit the bullet and done it earlier. So I might be grounded for a little while, you know. Oh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm trying to get it as quickly as possible, but they're making that really difficult. Hopefully that will get sorted out uh, soon. Yeah, because I miss y'all. I want to see y'all. Yeah, that just means you'll have to come here. That's all it means. It's fine. <laughs> it might happen too. Yeah, we would love that. I mean, we're not that far from uh, DC at this point. That's right. Hopefully I could make it to GDC because like four months until, you know, like and booking and everything, that's it's not a given I'm anymore. I'm not sure I'm going to GDC. Oh, Ooh, what's going on? What? Oh, it overlaps this year? It overlaps. Oh. And San Francisco is really too expensive to go for three days. That makes sense. Well, so, I have a GDC talk uh, approved. So, nice. of the two, if I go, if I'm able to travel, period, it'll be GDC. I, uh, I, I am not sure I'm going, so I didn't submit anything. No, I, would, I wouldn't have thought that it's... Yeah. Uh, uh, they, they usually like um, like back-to-back. Why did they overlap this? this That's week? actually That's the so second strange. time they've done that. But, uh, you know, the, the amount of game developers that actually need to go to both is a very specific group. <laughs> so it's not like this is like an impossible situation or anything. It's just for yeah. people who do both, uh, you know, like Vax is generally the more important one. Because yeah. it's consumer facing, so yeah, yeah. I, don't I know. guess it, it depends on on who doing right. Exactly, but yeah. you know, if you're going to both, yeah. if if you normally go to both, you're probably on the consumer facing. Exactly, right? that makes sense. so. Yeah, well, who knows? I you know, I I always have feelings about GDC. Not having to spend four thousand dollars on San Francisco might not be the worst thing that happened to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's getting tougher and tougher every year. I uh, I could totally see your point. Yeah. And not just that. Also, the dollar is very expensive right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah. not like we're getting the euro bonus anymore. No, that's uh, not the case. Yeah. Anyway, in Canada, well, we, we don't get any bonus anywhere. So <laughs> just used to it. That's not actually true. Uh, our dollar's worth more than the Australian dollar, but barely. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. The things you learned going to Australia. Right. <laughs> Everything is just a little cheaper than it looks. Probably like so Osama, Osama started the new job. I've shipped the game. What have you been up to? We, we haven't oh, contacted God. you. No uh, You're on the spot now. My gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I didn't start a new job. I um, Let's see what is happening in my life. I've been busy with all sorts. 
work, um, trying to figure out some projects that I might or might not be working on, um, trying to figure out how to combine that with family, you know, when I see my, my parents and, uh, you know, a medium distance relation, uh, just a whole lot of things happening in the same span of time. I actually haven't gone flying for like this point, which... Yeah, I was expecting to hear some flying adventures actually when I asked there, this question. There have been some flying adventures, uh, but they're, by now they're, they're quite a while ago. I, uh, I went flying um, with my mom. Uh, that was really fun. Oh, uh, I cool. also went flying with my dad. Oh, how was uh, that? I don't know if I told that story. No, you haven't. Was he <laughs> oh, backseat yeah. flying? Is that a thing? <laughs> no, he, uh, it, it's, you know, like they're, they're, the Arabs have a lot of pride. So I don't think he would ever admit that he was quite nervous about the whole thing. But he was uh. clearly quite nervous about the whole thing. <laughs> Uh, you know, when, when an Arab gets into, when a Muslim gets into a vehicle and their prayer is like longer than 30 seconds, yeah. <laughs> that, uh, I think I could do my entire pre-flight checks <laughs> this time. He was just, he was just saying his, his prayer. So, um, yeah. You know, you know, he would be really scared if he like breaks out the masbaha, the, yep. the yes. rosemary yep. beads. Yes. If, he, if he gets that out and he's like, you know, using I, it for prayer, then it, like he's I terrified. I don't think he brought them, but I kind of <laughs> think he wishes he had. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the flight was very non-eventful. We flew around a bit and he sort of relaxed over the course of the flight, but then uh, he got... You know, everybody who does their first flight, not everybody, you know, Osama has, has sea legs, I guess. But I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> most people who fly the first time get a little nauseous, and my dad was no exception. So by the time he was over his nervousness, he was into his nausea. Oh, no. So I think he's he's done flying for now. Um, my, uh, my mom went on a flight with me, and she was terrified for any turn to the right, because that's the side she's on. Oh. So every time the airplane's right wing would dip to the right, she would think she would be falling out of the airplane and she kept grabbing onto random stuff. And at some point she almost grabbed the thing that opens the door. No. Oh, no. So I was like, okay, you got to stop. <laughs> got to stop doing that. Because if you do nothing, it's going to be fine. But if you keep doing what you're doing right now, I can't guarantee it anymore. Yeah. Um, so wow, that's so, that's so funny. She that's went terrifying. with me on a second flight and uh, she was super good on that one. Uh, super relaxed. We picked up an uncle of mine who fly who I played flight simulator with uh-huh. in midair. Uh, Wait, no, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> he, um, he he's one of my favorite uncles. I've known like you know he's like early seventies right now, I think. Um, and uh, he's a really big flight simulator fan. So uh-huh. you know, I I helped build his desktop and like set it up for him and set up flight simulator and. Got him for his birthday. I got him like a, a, a yoke, like you know, one of those uh, flight simulator steering wheels, basically. That's so cool. And uh, now that I had my license, we've been trying to find a date where we could fly together. And then me and mom were going to take a flight up north where he lives, and we said, "Well, we can stop at the airfield near you." So he hopped in. We flew around a bit. He controlled the airplane a bit as well. Um, it was a little too crosswindy to have him be involved in takeoff because. I'm sure he could have taken off the airplane. He was really, really good on the controls. Um, and obviously landing, I'm not going to let anybody who doesn't have a, a license, at least an instructor, and I'm not. Mm-hmm. So I did landing, but he uh, he was really happy. And then we flew I almost did little... landing, if you remember. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you were 
you also had hands on the controls at some point. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, your your landing was more of a like I will press the nose down until <laughs> we are pointing downwards. <laughs> and it was not an intended land. No, you can't say I'm not brave though. No, I mean it, it, foolish. It's mean, <laughs> very brave. You know, when I brave. said like we, you want to point the nose downwards, I did not mean ninety degrees. <laughs> I meant like like ninety three degrees. degrees. Oh. Three degrees would be good. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, flying a bunch, flying, and then um, after the flying, yeah, no, actually, that's been mostly it. So tomorrow, I am doing my first really big flight in a very long time um and uh it is a flight from the netherlands to munich uh-huh and um it's the longest flight i've done as uh, as pilot in command um so i'm just like on the other screen uh, you know as we're recording this i have like i'm trying to read a german weather forecast um because you know i i want to make sure the weather is good and then i will stay overnight uh, in Munich, and then fly back the next day with my girlfriend, um, and that will be my birthday gift because it's my birthday on that. So, oh, happy, happy birthday! birthday. Are you, uh, do you dress up for your birthday because of how close it is to Halloween? We don't really have Halloween over here, so. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting. Yeah, that's true. So uh, no, I'm gonna dress so up. So the answer as is a, yes anyway, right? Yeah, I'm gonna dress <laughs> up as a scary game developer on Twitter. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. <laughs> it's not a a very high effort outfit I will say but I can pull it off really well Um, and then beyond that I've just been you know like the way Osama is going to be talking about uh, Overwatch a lot for me it's mostly just been Destiny lately I think whenever my life gets busy I just fall back into Destiny Um, nothing wrong with that having a really good time I found a crew of, of five players that have all played Destiny a lot but never had the team together to play the raids So I'm sherpaing them through the raids and like telling them about all the game lore and like helping them sort of like set up their build. So we did the Fault of Glass last week or two weeks ago. And then this upcoming weekend, we're probably going to do the Deepstone Crypt. And they're just two very spectacular fun raids. So uh, everybody's having a good time. And I love teaching Destiny. um, (laughs) That's that's been really, really fun. And then I've been watching lots of TV, surprisingly. You've been watching TV, huh? I watched TV. I mean, I watched The Rings of Power, oh. which I really, really enjoyed. Um, I don't know. Have you all watched it? Not yet. I oh, haven't no. watched it, no. It's on my list. I'm making my way. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, it has pacing issues. It it actually has a lot of issues, but like honestly, I just had a good step, the main thing. Um, and then I am at episode four of Andor. That's great. And- Andor yeah. is so, Andor is so, really so good. Andor is great. The ending of episode three, I was just sitting there. I was like, this is good TV. This is good. You know, so I'm starting it over because I made the mistake of watching. <laughs> so like, and I kept getting like good parts and I'm like, oh man, why am I doing this? So I'm, I'm just going to start over and give it my full. That's Fair like enough. That kind of- um. It's a way different uh, pace, it feels, than, uh, you know, your normal Star Wars thing. So good, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I was really done with Star Wars after The Rise of Skywalker. I genuinely have not watched anything Star Wars since then. I didn't watch The Mandalorian. I didn't watch uh, Obi-Wan. I didn't watch... uh, There was another one. 
Um, Rami, I think he would like the Mandalorian. Uh, people keep telling me that, and you know, I'm Andor felt good to me because it seems like a limited series, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. it seems like it's the episodes, and then they wrap it up. I'm not yeah. sure if that's true, but that's how I feel that they promoted it. Yeah. Well, the Mandalorian at this point is like three seasons, I think. I think so, it's two, but there's also just the two. Fett, yeah, so. but yeah. might be a third coming. Right. They never confirmed. So I'll just wait until that's confirmed, and then if they say yeah, if everybody at that point says you know what, you should watch it. I'll just watch it back to back. <laughs> so, I mean, like I, I did watch them, but they were like background watching mostly, and I really liked the Mandalorian. But like you know that kind of the other ones, uh, the Obi Wan show and whatever, were kind of like background something else shows, and Andor is just better than. And, and then I think the final thing is I don't know if we managed to catch that. Uh, I finished She-Hulk. She-Hulk so what do you think of the ending? All right. So here's the thing. I really think, without spoiling it, <laughs> I really think, and this this is not about the final uh, episode. I genuinely think that the um, the sort of plot twist near the end of the season of um, sort of like the inciting incident of the of the final act. Uh, that could have used a warning or something because mm-hmm. for something this lighthearted and funny and sort of like real that got a little too real for i think a lot of people mm-hmm. um and it was you know it's genuine it's sincere it's it's not played for anything but for like the damage it does but whew. Uh, it made it uh, it made it very complicated to to sort of recommend the series without yeah. a caveat, yeah. <laughs> uh, which makes me feel like that caveat should have just been part of the series, right? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure it would have been as impactful in that case, but you know, it's probably also impactful in all the wrong ways. Um, and that was, you know, I I don't know, like I I really like She-Hulk. I think it was really well done, uh, but. Woo, uh, was not was not ready for that, and probably should have been ready for that, right? <laughs> right. Like I, I, I absolutely loved it. I completely understand people who don't. I, I see it as being extremely polarizing, and I understand that the target audience is not the fans of She Hulk from the, but for the fans of She Hulk's, this is the perfect She Hulk opinion, or like very close to them. Uh, it it really got to the essence of who She-Hulk is or was in the comic, or, or the early She-Hulk. The, the humor, the breaking of the fourth wall, and all of that, like, it could not have ended differently. In, in, like, yeah. it's, it's hard to, to, to explain what I mean exactly without spoiling, but, like, the ending that it was ramping up to be before the ending it was, cannot, it could not have ended with that. And that's why that was the perfect thing for yeah. it. It was great. I absolutely enjoyed it. But if you don't time. like the yeah, if you don't like the first couple of episodes, then stop. It's not. It's not going to convince you. It's more of that. Like, and I mean, much more of the four. I like that the show had a lot of surprises along the way. It's kind of like, uh, you know, like every time I thought I figured it out, the the show kind of shocked me in a positive way. It'd be like, right? Wow, this character. I did not expect to see this character here. Or mm-hmm. Oh, this story arc! I did not expect it to go in that direction. That is interesting. Right. I love that uh, that Madison became like an internet folk hero instantly. That was pretty amusing. <laughs> uh, did did not expect that. Was really funny. 
Uh, no, it was it was well paced. It was well done. I enjoyed it a lot. I I do think it deserves that warning. But beyond that, like if you like fun, lighthearted things, there, there's no way not to recommend it. Except for if you don't want to be punched in the face. Um, uh, and if you're okay with being punched in the face, then it's it's a good rate. No, uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like Marvel is sort of like getting getting back up there. I, did you also watch the Werewolves by Night special? Either of no. you? No. It is really good like it's a one hour special basically it's like a, a long episode of a single episode series uh, it has a start a middle and end really well told really fun like old school horror style black and white hmm. um how did i miss this i haven't even heard oh, oh yeah. it's uh, it's called werewolves by night it came out uh several weeks ago i had such a good time with it um okay. and uh, yeah can can really really recommend that one and then obviously trailers coming out now for Black Panther and Ant-Man Quantumania, and those are looking really good too. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm me and uh, me and my partner are uh, now at. We just watched Spider-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming, yeah. uh, the first Spider-Man. So we're getting <laughs> to the end of Phase Three, and I'm really really excited for it. Oh, you've gone a long way. You've watched yeah. a lot of Marvel. <laughs> watched a lot of Marvel. I really enjoy watching how that all came together um because you know that is that like destiny is eight years of my life marvel is what like 12 years of my life at this point yeah. um, the mcu specifically like it's fun to just go back and be like oh my god when this came out i was like what 20 it's just interesting and it, there were a lot of changes there were a lot of like moments in marvel felt like and mm-hmm. and this I guess season um it's never been more different. So I'm very, like, I feel like Marvel's doing a lot of its uh, more carte blanche different directions. And it's very interesting how and if they are going to come together. I mean, if you think of, oh, no, I'm going to spoil a character that She-Hulk. There's one <laughs> character in She-Hulk who I'm not going to name, whose own show was so tonally different than <laughs> She-Hulk, that seeing that character in She-Hulk was like whiplash. And I'm very curious how and if She-Hulk is going to be merged into the main, uh, you know, continuity, uh, because that's going to be very interesting. It, it cannot, I, I say this, wouldn't sure of it, it cannot keep its same tone. It's just not compatible with the rest. So I'm very curious how they choose things. Yeah, uh, you know, like um, Spider-Man has a lighter tone than, I don't know, uh, Doctor Strange. Yes. But they somehow work together sometimes. I think it's one of the nicer things about Marvel is that how they connect these like wildly different. And the, the, you know, if you, if you can connect like the Guardians of the Galaxy hmm. with <laughs> Captain America... Mm-hmm. You you know you you can do some quite st- some quite impressive stuff, but like let's be honest, what we've seen this last this last phase, uh, you know, might as well be different universes. Oh wait, yes. oh really... wait. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's where they're going. Is that we're just gonna find out that a whole bunch of stuff is happening across a much larger space than we thought. That might. Yeah, I've been I've been watching something that is uh, maybe a little bit less uh, mainstream. I. Uh... Uh, not, not that it's a hipster or anything. It's probably something that not that not a lot of people heard <laughs> about. That's why uh, it's a it's a weeb thing. Actually, I watch an anime. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, watched an anime called Blue Period. Okay. It's a Netflix uh, sponsored show, and I think it's based on a manga series of the same name. Uh, so it's a 
You know, one of the things I love about manga and anime is that if if anything in life exists, there's an anime or a manga about it. You know, like football, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. a bunch. Mm-hmm. Football, American football, taekwondo, boxing, mm-hmm. um, mahjong. <laughs> there's actually there's actually a bunch of animes about how to play mahjong really well. There's there's an anime that I quite like about shogi, <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's like you know like you'd think like how do people make playing chess fun it was like exactly that moment in which the characters holding a piece and then like lifting it in the air and then in the same second everybody's like what how is he gonna play this piece and then he places the piece and everybody's in shock and it's like this whole drama about the, a person just moving a uh, a chess piece for it. that was the anime and it was a lot of fun for it anyway this anime that i'm watching is not about uh chess it's about uh, what's it like to become an artist. And I found okay. that to be very interesting. It's about a high school student that kind of uh, first, like discovers that he has like he has a talent for art. He's been going to drawing class during high school, but has never really thought about art seriously. He's never thought about going into art for university or anything like that because that's not the kind of uh, career that w- yields money. Or, or so he thought, you know, like it's not um, it's not something that would put food on the table. Mm-hmm. And he was like being mindful to his parents who are not like, you know, don't do that well. So they can't really afford to put in a private school or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And um, going into art school um, in, a, in a public university is very, very competitive. Yeah. You have to go through like an entry examination and like some of the best artists uh, in the country are trying to fight for that spot. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the 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 show I think goes around twelve episodes or less. It's like a very it's a short show. Uh, basically, follows his transformation as he decides to become an artist and what it's like to be an artist. The vulnerability of putting your art out there for you to be judged and uh, how you're your own uh, worst critic and and uh, how uh, studying other people's art and looking at art around you makes you a better artist. Um, there is, you know, the 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 regular anime melodrama in it for sure. Like, like this is still an anime, so if you don't like anime, you will not like this. But if you can stomach some of that melodramatic stuff, I think there is something interesting. Um, it's rare that I find a show that can put the feelings of being an artist into a video format in that way. Okay, interesting, interesting show, worth having I- a look. It feels like there's a lot of overlap with game dev. I'll give you my heads up about that. But yeah, absolutely. Thank you. For- yeah, thank you. I would love to hear what you think if you ended up watching it. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think you can watch it with uh, like this. It's not R-rated or anything about that. So like, it should be safe for you to watch it uh, or something like that, or watch it while you're while you're uh, you know something in the yeah. background kind of thing. Awesome. Yeah, I, I looked it up show. and I can't find a rating, so I'll take your <laughs> I Fra- added it to Fauzi says it's uh, halal. <laughs> Fauzi approved. <laughs> uh, so I just look at so like one of the main like as I googled it, the the main question I found is Blue Period inappropriate? Yeah. Uh, parents need to know that in Blue Period, an anime series based on the manga comic series in Japan, teens smoke and drink heavily. Okay, so two of my kids are old enough to watch like Stranger Things, so that's nothing. Ah, okay. Yeah. No, in that <laughs> yeah. case, no. So maybe not my youngest, but the other two are old. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
Thank you for the heads up. I always ask that question anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting show. Like I said, there is like a lot of like anime tropes that mm-hmm. uh, if that triggers you, this will trigger you. I but, love anime. I mean, the thing is, the only reason I, I slowed down or almost stopped watching because my wife doesn't like it. So, yeah. like, it, it's not a thing we can watch together. Mm. Uh, and therefore, it's harder for me to watch it alone. But I'm a huge fan from uh, That's like, cool. I used to be part of the anime club in college. Oh, wow. Uh, we should compare anime notes at some point. <laughs> we should. Except mine, like I said, is like 20 years old at this point because I haven't really oh, well, been most, keeping up. Most, most of the best one came out 20 or 30 years uh, agreed, ago anyway. Agreed. Like Grave of the Fireflies is still my favorite anime that I'll never watch again type thing. <laughs> right? that, that movie is tough. It broke me. Oh, my God. It's yeah, so good. Yeah. And I can't. Yeah. I have to like mentally prepare myself for weeks before. Yeah, I mean, I could talk about my favorite, but I'm not sure if you want to turn this into an anime segment. Um, <laughs> Maybe we'll do a separate anime episode. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we will. Uh, but speaking of anime, I played a, vi- a very anime video game. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, since I've been, you know, on the Switch a lot lately, I've been playing Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Oh, I heard really okay. good things. I, I got a few hours into that, remember? Yeah, I remember. Uh, I was wondering if you're still playing it. No, I bounced off. Um, yeah. but it was really weird because it was really good until the point where I bounced off and then it was just instantly done. <laughs> it's one of those games. I think that, um, yeah, it's that JRPG thing in which that game is, uh, it, it's a long game. It's, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in the store and, um, yeah, it's, uh, I like it a lot. Honestly, uh, I don't know what point you got to that made you bounce off, but, um, uh, Let's let's put it this way: the tutorial mm-hmm. is still going at that point, uh, yeah. but it's probably like ten, fifteen hours in. It's sort of when the let's put it this way: when the group really gets together. Oh, okay. Yeah, I uh, I'm getting to that point. I'm not there yet, but like it's a Zeno it's a Xenoblade game, so the tutorial might just keep going until the end. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think that's that's the thing that I like about this game series is that like in other JRPGs, like here's the system and then here's a hundred hours of you using that one system. Mm-hmm. And in Xenoblade, there's like here's something new every other hour, which wow. I find to be fascinating. There's it's a very system heavy game. Yeah. And there's a lot of like systems, characters, content, like all kinds of stuff constantly being introduced um, in a way that I really, really like. I, I love the first uh, Xenoblade Chronicles on the Wii. Uh, for me, that game's a classic. I really enjoyed that. I did not get into uh, X on 2 that much on the Wii mm. U and Switch respectively. But this one hooked me immediately. Like um, the world uh, caught me, the story I really liked. Uh, the characters I thought were uh, uh, very interesting. I switched uh, the voiceovers immediately to Japanese because I, I couldn't work with the English VO at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the English VO, uh, the Japanese VO is superb. I'm enjoying that quite a bit. And I need to say that it's probably one of the best soundtracks I've heard in a long time. Oh, wow. The soundtrack of the game is exceptional. It's really, really good. So Xenoblade Chronicles always had good soundtracks. Like the first one I also thought was a really good soundtrack. Mm -hmm. This might be the best in the series from what I'm hearing so far. Okay, that's really... Gorgeous soundtrack. And this is probably going to be the game that I've been playing like an hour or two every other day for months to come until I finish Mm -hmm. it. It's like my back burner game. Uh, Uh, Because it's a long game. It's it's, It's a bit of a commitment. 
but at the same time yeah the the art style the the world the the story and the the, the combat system is addictive to me i have that thing for you know grindy jrpgs you know that's awesome i i downloaded the new call of duty uh, oh. but i don't usually play the campaigns i heard good things about the campaign uh, so I might make an exception. I don't know, but otherwise it's just sitting there. I really enjoy the. Wait, so so Osama, wait. Tell me this: what yeah. is available now? Is the campaign or the multiplayer? It's the campaign that's available, and I can already um, play the campaign. I believe so. People were telling me that they played the campaign. I don't. You know what? I could launch it now and find out for sure. <laughs> All right, because I I I want I to play, play that campaign. campaign. I'm, I'm a huge I'm a huge Call of Duty fan, which yeah. you know people who follow me know that I. I'm really upset at Call of Duty frequently, <laughs> yeah. but also I really like the Call of Duty games. They're just really well made. So um, I, I'm really invested in in the new Modern Warfare series. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm waiting to play the campaign. I thought it comes out on the 28th. It's so funny that we're polar opposites when it comes to that because I'm like I <laughs> couldn't really care much about the campaign, but I'm really excited for the players. I mean, I, I think that's mostly just how we play. I like the big narrative thing and you play a thousand hours of overwatch yeah i mean yeah it's not like i don't know it's not like i have a hard rule it's not like i don't play campaigns of games that i play the multiplayer like that's not what it is because i play a lot of single player games and i play a lot of multiplayer games it's just that uh, the way that and i'm not trying to like tell you you do things wrong so sorry if that sounds like what it is i'm just saying call i've played call of duty campaigns before and it always felt like a, a um a slug until you get to these wow moments and the wow moments are great but like overall i just not invested or don't care about the character and i don't like the military uh backdrop of it all it's not that's just not for me right i think Fair. the only single player military campaign that i've actually in like pure military was spec ops align for very very obvious reasons probably if anyone has played it um Otherwise, I, I like some, a little bit of sci-fi, a little bit like, you know, something to, right. to shake it up a bit. Like, I really like Titanfall 2's single player and its multiplayer. So it's not a hard rule at all. I really like Infinite Warfare. Yeah, well, Infinite War- Warfare as a backdrop was amazing. I wish Call of Duty stayed in that. Right. That, that would have been like the the, I, the perfect evolution. I like the Modern Warfare series. I, I also really appreciate that they seem to try to want to do better. So occasionally they kind of do better but overall they still get it super wrong Two so i'm just one step back for years <laughs> yeah well you know like it's still one step forward overall so yeah, that's true <sighs> but you know uh, i'm excited i'm excited to to give it a go like i can't wait to just be in the silly roller coaster again and you know you'll be out of the silly ro- roller coaster in six hours so yeah it's yeah. not like i'm going to be stuck with this game forever i just want to sit down play it and go wow okay um, Absolutely. I've been seeing a lot of videos about this online that is set in there's spots that are set in Amsterdam that looks pretty yeah. neat. Yeah, but that, that was also true for one of the earlier games. I don't remember which one, but there was a scene in Amsterdam in an earlier one. This is, I will say, like, you know, we don't get to see Amsterdam represented in video games very often. Uh, it is a very accurate representation of Amsterdam's feel, even though, you know, it's not entirely correct. It's It's very, like, convincingly amsterdam um it does point out that we're really bad at any vehicle that isn't a box with four wheels in games because <laughs> uh the one thing that made very clear that this isn't real footage is that there's no bikers in that part of amsterdam <laughs> and yeah. let me tell you 
There yeah. will never be a time ever that there are no bikers on that street. Also, there were a lot of bikes, but like a quarter of the bikes that I saw when I went to Amsterdam. So <laughs> right. there are just not enough bikes overall. I don't, and I don't mean with people riding them. I mean the parking of the bikes near the water. You know, those stacked on right. top of each other, millions of bikes. That yeah, they had a lot. It was not nearly enough. No, but uh, I'm just excited to give it a go. So if the campaign yeah. is out now, I'm gonna start that download right now. Yeah, I'm also looking forward to playing that. It's that time of the year. I have like five games I want to play and no time to play anything at all. Yep. Yeah. And then all of them sure. need to be played so I see whether I want to put them on my year list. Yeah, because that's coming up super soon. We're going to have to start like, wrapping up our list in about a month, a little bit yep. longer than a month. Yep. Yeah. This time, Yarami, are you going to come with a complete list <laughs> I, of I, games? I, yeah, and then you're going to argue and then we're going to be stuck. Yeah, I'm just saying, last year, me and Fozzy came with a prepared list, and you kind of were like, what do I feel? Yeah, <laughs> in, oh, I mean... In, I, typical, in typical, like, let's workshop it. My, feel, my feelings change very fast. So, yeah, that's you fair. Know, I can prepare that's it, but then it won't be true anymore. That's fair. Very fair. No, it's nonsense. I'm just making stuff up to, apologize, to, to, to get away <laughs> with not preparing. <laughs> it's all good. We have more time this time. We have a month and a half. You can start your yeah. list now. Yeah. But there, no, there are at least like five or six games that I've had on my list to play this year that I haven't touched yet or haven't played yeah. much or enough of. Like I haven't played Sifu. I haven't played Tunic. All of those seem like they're, they're my cup of tea. Um, so I have a month and a half to play a whole bunch of games. And yeah. Overwatch 2 came out at just the wrong time. Yep. So your top 10 list is going to be, instead of games, is going to be characters in Overwatch 2. <laughs> it's going to be like, number one, Elden Ring, then characters. Oh my God, Overwatch. I forgot about Elden Ring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, think, I think for me it's the same. It's like, yeah. all right, I'm, I'm now trying to figure out what's coming on on my list from number two onwards. Yes, yes, <laughs> right. pretty like, much. Number one well, is, like, is reserved already. Yes, pretty much. Fun. Fun, fun news, it's probably not going to make it onto my top 10 list. What? Well, yeah, no. I mean, fair. It's okay. <laughs> no surprise there, Rami. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, but I look forward to once again on my on my giant bomb list, if we're doing that this year, um, to once again just copy-paste the entire paragraph about Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> for the past like five years, I've just copy-pasted that over every year. I love it. I love it and so much. And I just changed a few words. I love it. So you know, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> no, I'm excited. It was a good. It was a good year for games. Honestly, it it had really long droughts. It did, but, but like when I look at the year in review so far, there's a lot going on. Right. Yeah. It was just all very packed together. I can tell you, like, look. So like, what I have on the list that needs to be ordered and removed and like shortened, I have mini motorways, Pokemon Legend Arceus. RCS, mm-hmm. R A something. Yeah, just we'll we'll go with we'll go with that one. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wind Windjammers two, Dying Light two, Monster Hunter Arise, Horizon Forgotten West. Forbidden Only, West. Is it a Forbidden West? Don't you forgot it that it's Forbidden West. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Forgotten West. Yeah, I love it. Only, I mean, that world. game always gets forgotten for awards, though. Like, yeah, this yeah, is like yeah, the second yeah. time this happened. The first time when they did Zero Dawn, it came out two days before Zelda, yeah. and then and this, this time, time it came out, out two days before, two days before Elden Ring. <laughs> so I feel bad for them, but I don't. I don't think their chances for awards are very high this year. 
Yeah. Yeah, I have a, a short list that I've made ready. I'm not I'm halfway thinking. through. Mine's yeah. still so. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's keep it for the episode, okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's do that. Instead of getting all of it out there, if you want to do the episode now, okay. But like, don't we let's still have a lot of war coming? And like, we, we got we got time. We got time. We can. Yeah. Well, there's still more time. There's games. I've heard to about play. this Mario game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hear like good that. things. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard some good stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that can't be on my list, luckily. So. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> you have to accuse yourself from that, but me and Rami don't. Oh. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm like if you if you want to put it up on the list, I'm not gonna fight you. Yeah, I, I'm sure you will. <laughs> there's Monkey good. Island. There's oh so yeah, much, Monkey Island. Oh my there's god, there's so many good stuff. That. that was the, good. That was Mario Mario Strikers. Kirby I was was did this not year. Love Remember strikers. that one? Oh, he did not. We will we, we will keep this. You know what? We're just gonna wrap this up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we're just gonna wrap this episode up and we're gonna keep this for a later for yeah, a later otherwise so. we're gonna like argue for another hour right exactly so and we are so. yeah and we're gonna keep it for a full episode so people can yes. enjoy it without us having to go like okay yellow yellow yeah, you know like let's have the time to talk <laughs> okay fine very Thank excited you. for the seven hour episode when it comes out <laughs> Love you. you're being a good host Yes. I'm just, yeah. you know, I'm just yeah. trying to <laughs> trying to make sure that we all can go to our next important thing of the day. That's true. I'm not being a good co-host. No, oh, you're being you a are. very good co-host. You're just <laughs> filling this with content. Love it. That good, good content. Oh wait, Osama's the content person. He's now, the right? senior yeah, content I, I, guy. Yeah, you're no, the senior. No, I'm going to be activities and missions. Leave me alone. <laughs> no, you said. I'm pretty sure you're content. Oh, don't look at my LinkedIn. Can you, uh, Osama, activities can you do like, a little uh, bit more content? Oh yeah. no. Oh no, what have I done? <laughs> uh, well, I, we need like one more minute of content so we can wrap up Osama. A, a minute? How, one minute? How do I fill that air? I, I don't know. L- 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 you're the senior here. <laughs> Fauzi and I, we don't know this stuff. No, okay. Uh, I, could, I could sing. Do you want me to sing? Yes, please. Ooh, okay, yes, so please. you have to fight over which song I sing. And it has to be a song I know, and I'm not giving you hits. All right. Uh, the final countdown. Easy. Wow. I only know the chorus for that. That's perfect. I want that part, please. <laughs> it's the final <laughs> countdown. The final countdown. Okay, and with that, that's the end of the episode. That was the final countdown. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening. I made Osama do a good segue. That's nice. Wow, Osama. I am in awe. All this right, was we got to do karaoke together someday. Yeah. This is going to be great. Yeah, we, <laughs> we say salam. How do we end this? <laughs> I don't even know what to do anywhere. Anyway, thanks All so right. much for listening in. Uh, this was another episode <laughs> of the Habibis. Uh, if you enjoyed the episode, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, go to our Discord, uh, discord.thehabibis.com. If you have emails where you want to compliment Osama for his singing, please do so. <laughs> Info at thehabibis.com. Thanks so much for listening in. See you next episode. And for now, salam. Salam. That was the Habibis podcast for this week. I was Rami Ismail, your host for this episode. You can find me on Twitter at T-H-A underscore Rami. My fellow Habibis were Osama Dorias, who you can find on Twitter at Osama Dorias. And Fauzi Mesmar, who you can find on Twitter at Fauzi Mesmar. Send us your questions, stories, and suggestions via info at thehabibis.com. The intro and outro music was provided by Malik Zubaila, and the logo was provided by Ibrahim Hamdi. 
The Habibis is a weekly podcast about three game developers drinking good Arab tea, with new episodes launching every Friday, inshallah. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcasting service or check out thehabibis.com for more information. Thank you for listening, and salam.